so dark. Torture Chamber! My second month on the course as a green bean, my mentor took me into the field to a site at the edge of the tire flats on High Lesbos Creek, across the street from Cowbag Metals. He drove us into a bad vibe neighborhood, small mechanic shops, tire room collectors, semi-tractor trailer repair shops, all as junky as the surrounding trashed neighborhood. Don't ever come here alone, he had warned me four years ago. Today, I find out why. The abandoned looking property with no houses at the end of the road where we got out to explore crumbling concrete foundations and old septic vaults was owned by a Mr. John Hoff, 66, incarcerated last spring for taking B&D too far in his torture chamber up on the hill, built with eight inch thick walls so no one could hear the screams of his victims. Little did we know, we were walking around a likely crime scene that day in the bad vibe hood. When he sold the property to an environmental conservation group, he pointed to an area and asked them not to excavate there. It was his pet cemetery. When his ex-wife was questioned by detectives, she reported they had no pets. Further, she suggested, he would have burned any evidence of murder. He was always burning foul-smelling unknowns at night, making the neighbors recurrently called the fire department. How did I find out? Mark Pullman from the Toxic Cleanup Squad wanted to discuss his concerns at the Tritopac site, including a listing barge that burps diesel from time to time, owned by a salvage hauler he could never get a hold of, Mr. John Hoff. The man imprisoned without bail last spring for torturing a 24-year-old prostitute clamped in irons for three hours after she agreed to have sex tied to a bed in a blindfold, provided the constraints were not too tight. The fee? $100. On the way to his torture chamber of love, she grew nervous, asked to stop for smokes, and texted her boyfriend with the license plate that if she were not back by midnight, to call the cops. Confirming her trepidation, when he got her blindfolded into his home, a trailer obscured by junk on top of an old landfill where all manner of hazardous waste was dumped over the years in the 70s by the infamous Don O'Ween, he clamped an iron collar around her neck and padlocked her to the wall. He removed her blindfold. She saw herself surrounded by his torture devices who would prove adept at using. After her screams proved useless, she inquired, Are you going to hurt me? Yes. Are you going to kill me? We'll see. After enduring all the sexual assault, electricity, paddling, and syringe injections she could for her hundred bucks, she informed him of the text and she really must be getting home. His tone changed, he doubled his payment, suggested they do not involve the authorities in their business agreement, and politely drove her home. She escaped with her life. He went to jail for the rest of his. Though I had planned to go to the tire flats today, I think instead I'll stay in our own big house and surf the internet. 
Suddenly the Scheidepack sight, with the listing derelict vessel, the diesel-burping barge, the proposed teardown of the hunted concrete silos to crush and spread out as fill without pulling any permits in the wet season, all seem insignificant compared to the true horror of psychopathic orders. So dark.